Environment Matters, sponsored by Wuka Period Pants, the reusable menstrual underwear that completely replaces disposables. Find out more at wuka.co.uk and join the revolution. And welcome to Environment Matters with me, Amanda Yorworth. Environment Matters is the show that brings you news on issues of sustainability and the environment from around St Albans and from further afield. Uh, If you've been into St Albans this week, you'll have seen Extinction Rebellion's flag floating right at the top of the clock tower, reminding us about climate change and the urgency of action. And members of Extinction Rebellion St Albans joined members of St Albans Friends of the Earth, the Hearts of Middlesex Wildlife Trust, local churches and other groups who went down to Westminster last week to tell our local MPs and Main and Bim Afulami that the time is now to act on climate change. Now one of the groups was a group of pupils from Sir John Law's Oxfam group who spent time with Bim Afulami persuading him that the UK needed to reach net zero carbon emissions by 2045. Great work. Now it's plastic free July. Not only is Hugh Fernley Whittingstall challenging single-use plastic on the BBC, but here in St Albans, the refill pantry has recently celebrated its first birthday and plastic-free St Albans are celebrating the success of their Don't Let Go campaign. Now, they are working towards St Albans meeting the surfers against sewage criteria for a plastic-free city, but they can't do it all by themselves. I spoke to Sandy Gibb of Plastic Free St Albans. So, Sandy, do you think you could just start by explaining to us exactly what Plastic Free St Albans is? So, Plastic Free St Albans is a group of five ladies um, who all work full-time in other paid jobs. Um, And it's a campaign group. It's people who are passionate about reducing single-use plastic in our city. And we've come from a number of areas. We've come from a little bit of Sustainable St Albans. We've come from Refuse a Straw. We've come from... Um, friends of the earth and we've also come from you know people who just care you know I myself is a diver and I've seen enough plastic waste in the sea that's motivated me to um, join a campaign group okay. to do something. Do you get funding from anywhere? <laughs> no, there's no funding involved. Um, we generally meet once a month um, at someone's one of um, the group's house and we've got a WhatsApp group which is very lively around just discussion points um, throughout the week and the month to try and progress okay. things. So just a small group, obviously done some um, great work, um, really raised Raising the profile of plastic waste. So the, the main you know, point of your group is um, getting plastic-free state status for St Albans. How are we doing about that? Um, we are quite far along that journey. Um, it is about getting businesses to reduce single-use plastic items. Um, we're focused on straws, stirrers, balloons and water bottles. And um, they are, um, as I say, progressing really well. But And businesses have been hugely supportive of this. Um, what we need to do um, to take it a little bit further and just get over the line um, are a few is is the don't let go campaign which I think we'll probably talk about in a moment um, but also it's about asking the public to if you go into a shop or a pub, 
a pub or a bar. You know, it's about refusing that straw. It's about asking for alternatives. It's about a two-pronged approach from both the business but also the awareness of the people of our city. Right, okay. So you're doing the, the, the work from the top, as it were, but you need members of the public to, well, show, I suppose, show support for um, plastic-free initiatives, but, but also, as you say, just give little nudges to businesses when they're buying or something like that. So you, you mentioned the Don't Let Go campaign. That's been a recent success. Do you just want to tell us um, how it's gone? Absolutely. So we are basically, um, it's about mass balloon releases um, and stopping that on public land. We campaigned to uh, get enough signatures, which we did. So thank you to everyone who signed that. Um, we That allowed us to go and speak to Hertfordshire County Council. Um, and because we had enough signatures and because they support the campaign, they will now take that to vote on if they would agree to stopping mass balloon releases on public land. And, and have they indicated whether they're generally supportive? They were super supportive of that. It was like an open door, which was great, but um, not quite over the line yet. And it's not about ruining... Um, someone's birthday party. It's about those mass litterings. Right. Okay. So um, I was just thinking about um, recently the, on the Hugh Phoney Whittingstall and Anita Riney's their, their, their television programme about plastic. One of the things that they um, showed was lots of plastic, which you know the indication was that it might have been intended for recycling, in, instead of being dumped in um, developing world countries and was polluting there and. Um, has this kind of, are these images, have they changed your message at all about plastic? Um, I think the key thing around plastic really is it's the three R's um, and it's reduce, reuse and recycle. Recycle being the last of the three. Um, it is about reducing consumerism around items that have plastic or single-use plastic in them um, and recycle while it's good um, it shouldn't we shouldn't just always think oh it doesn't matter we can still buy this because we'll just recycle it um, as a world entity really we're not recycling enough um, at the moment or our levels levels of recycling and there's too many plastic items that just can't be recycled so let's focus on the reduce rather than the, the end of those three right okay so as, as you say definitely that old mantra again reduce reuse recycle just remember that right okay so we're um we're, we're just back into plastic free july are you doing anything special for that um well there's so much happening. Um, what we often get asked is the more difficult items. So, you know, what can you re um, reduce or replace, actually? So instead, in order to reduce, you know, what can you replace items with? So it's motivating people around those people that have made some changes. You know, here are some other changes you can make. If you haven't started making any changes, that's fine. Here are some you can start with. But the message really is that um, I can guarantee you if you try one item, you will realize how little negative impact it has on your life. And you'll probably realize just how easy it is and how you could maybe do a second or a third. But, yeah, I would just say, you know, don't try and do it all at once. Just start start small. Start with one and see how it goes. OK, so it's just going to be more little nudges, perhaps some tips for those harder um, to get rid of, I suppose, plastic items. And you're just going to be doing a bit of this on social media during July then. Absolutely. And, you know, we'll have a resource on the website which we'll try and point people back to. Um, but any ideas, you know, as I say, we're only five ladies um, working really hard. So we're it's always 
every day is a learning day. So if you've got any ideas of your own, please let us know. We'd yeah. love to hear it. It's all a bit of a hive mind St. Albans to come up with some, some great plastic reduction um, ideas. Yes. We'd love it. Great stuff. Sandy, thank you very much indeed for taking the time to join me. It's a pleasure. Thank you. And since I spoke to Sandy, Plastic Free St. Albans, they've launched a competition for Plastic Free July. Now, throughout July, they're encouraging you to visit the fantastic local businesses around St. Albans that offer free tap water refills and coffee discounts with a reusable cup. And to do this, they're running a prize draw to win a special edition refill branded 500ml Chili's water bottle and a 340ml Chili's coffee cup in lovely matte blue. They are really quite nice. I have seen them. And here's what you need to do to win the Chili's water bottle. Download the refill app and use it to log yourself refilling your own bottle at any of St Albans locations on the map and you'll find that um, on the Plastic Free St Albans website um, don't forget also they've got water fountains in pla- water fountains in places like Clarence Park too or to win the Chili's coffee cup um, show how you're avoiding the dreaded plastic line takeaway cups visit one of the coffee shops in St Albans that offers a takeaway discount with your own reusable cup or indeed uh, you know have a coffee in in a proper china cup that would be great as well now um, all you have to do is to uh, take a photo of, of what you're doing um, and to share it on Plastic Free St. Albans social media or you can email them. Email them at uh, plasticfreestalbans at gmail.com. On Twitter, you'll find them at Plastic Free SDA, Instagram at Plastic Free St. Albans um, or Facebook Messenger from the Plastic Free St. Albans Facebook page. So two lovely prizes there. Very easy to take part. Just photos of you um, refilling your water bottle or using your reusable coffee cup. Now... Um, one of the groups also concerned in St. Albans about pollution of the aquatic environment is the Vare Valley Society. There's other things they're concerned about as well. Now, the sun has been shining this week, but I wanted to know if the recent rain had allayed fears about water levels in the River Vare this summer. So I spoke to John Pritchard of the Vare Valley Society to find out. John, thank you for joining me. So you must be very relieved uh, about the recent rain that we've had. Um, you know, presumably everything's back to normal then. Aquifers. Yes, it'd be nice up. to say it would be, it would be nice to say that, wouldn't it? But we, we we've had um, 120 percent of the long term average rain um, for the month of June already. So that's 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 great. Um, and unfortunately, it's falling at the wrong time of the year. So. I think I came to see you about I don't know a month or, or six weeks ago, yes. um, and we're almost exactly back to there. Um, so the rain that we had ran off the land, some of it soaked into the ground. Um, it made a short-term difference to the river, um, but the river's now back to where it was in in mid-May. Right, and and you were thinking it was looking really not not great then. So all of that rain's come to well, not very much by the sounds of it. Uh, absolutely. Well, it, if it does hit the aquifer, and I think the experts think it probably won't. So if it soaks through the ground, it takes about two months on the ver up in the Chilterns. Um, so if there is any benefit, it, we'll see the aquifer rise a bit at the end of July, and that might help the river. But I think it's most unlikely with all the crops and growing trees. Okay. So how is the river looking at the moment? I was out there today, and it's there's there's definitely less water in there than when I had a look at it back in May. So, mm-hmm. and it was poor, it was poor then. So it's, it's it's as bad as it was last June. Um, so where I, where I was standing just north of St Albans, it was about half a meter wide, and um, not even forty centimeters deep. Uh, and what would you expect it to be like at this time of year? What would be considered as normal? 
uh, four or five times the sort of amount of water that we've got now, maybe more. Four or five times the amount of water. So that, that is a long way down, isn't it? Yeah, well, we, we, we've, um, the groundwater levels have now been below average for over four and a half years. So there's not a lot of water in the, in the ground to fire the springs that feed the river. OK, so, so, how, so the, the, the water for the river comes from the aquifers. How low are the aquifers? Yeah, well, the aquifers are eight metres down on where they should be at, at this time of year. Eight metres? I'm trying to think what that looks like. That's enormous, isn't it? That's enormous, yeah. So, so you have to go further down into the soil to, 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 to get, the, get the water, and the level is well down. Right. Um, and it's, is, the, is this just a problem here around the Vare, or how are chalk streams looking in the, in the rest of the south of England? Well, around the rest of the south, it's not good in, effectively in the Chilterns to, 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 the, to the west and, and also over to the east um, in the Lee catchment. So if you go to the Gade, the Gade's dry in the top third. The Chess is dry all through Chesham. Um, the Misbourne's really low. And going the other way, the Lee, the Lee's suffering really badly as well. Wow. Now, the Vare Valley Society, you've joined together with a, a group of river and wildlife groups calling on the Environment Agency and Affinity Water to ramp up water-saving messages and consider hosepipe bans. Well, you know, we're, we're only near the, you know, in June Host pipe bans now? Really? Well, Why? Well, well the, the, the um, water company has a, a drought management plan, and if we drop into drought zone two, um, we're, we, then they have to ramp up the messages. That's what's written into the plan. Right. Um, uh, we dropped into drought zone two uh, in, I think, February, um, and it's been remarkably quiet. I don't suppose Radio Verulam's received any uh, press notification that the host pipe bans might be on the way? Uh, not something I've noticed, no. Exactly. So um, it, it, should, it should be a matter of course. I mean, the, the plan's um, uh, um, not particularly generous in the best of times, but we're not even, keeping, not even keeping to the plan that is in place. OK. I mean, John, you know, really, is it down to the water companies to sort out the river? Or, or is it down to us? Well, it's all about balance at the moment. We think the balance is far too much in uh, favour of public water supply, not um, letting the general public know m- m- sooner so that they can do something about it. Yes, there are lots of long-term changes, but short to medium term, um, got to keep people aware of the situation, and that is the job of the Environment Agency and the water company. Right, OK. Um, you know, the, the River Vare is one of the, you know, only a handful of chalk stream rivers in the whole world. Um, and they're, you know, we're supposed to be looking after them. What will it take, do you think, for chalk streams like the River Vare to be able to recover, you know, to support all the wildlife that makes them so valuable? Well, is, it, is it possible, John? Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's something, it's a, it's a 20 to 30 year task without any shadow of a doubt. So it's a gradual process and it relies on finding alternative sources of water other than relying on groundwater um, almost exclusively. Right. So, so you think actually that it's just about finding other sources of water and do you think we need to change our attitude to water as consumers? Absolutely. You need to change our attitude to water. I mean, at this, this time of year, there are, there are a number of things you can do. Um, the first up, actually, we can throw back at the water company. In a period of dry weather, and it looks like we're, we're, we're set for fair weather at the moment, it's really easy to spot leaks. If there are leaks in the street um, and you see water running out of the pavement or wherever from under the ground, report it to the water company and make them come out and check it out and have a look and fix it. Right. Good tip. John, thank you very much indeed. Thanks.
And if you do see a water leak, very easy to report it on the Affinity Water website. And remember, we can all take a little bit more care with water use at home. Now, a couple of events that you might be interested in. Clarence Park, um, uh, they're having the, the, the group that looks after Clarence Park, the Friends of Clarence Park. They're having their AGM on Tuesday, the 16th of July, 8.30 in the Cricket Pavilion in Clarence Park. Everybody's welcome. They're going to be d- discussing all sorts of things, including um, plans to renew or update the playground equipment and progress and repairs to the pavilion itself. Uh, another great event, um, the Diocese of St Albans is running a Living Churchyards workshop on Saturday the 13th of July. It goes from 9.30 to 4.30. It's at St Mary's Potton, so a little distance away, but it looks like a really great day. An opportunity to learn about all sorts of ways to make church grounds great for wildlife, like how to garden for butterflies, making appropriate nest boxers, encourage swifts and bats into the churchyard, as well as how to get grant funding and persuade others about what you're trying to do. Now, there's no fee, but you do need to book and you can book on stalbans.anglican.org or on the Hearts and Middlesex Wildlife Trust website. Now, do follow me on Twitter at RV underscore environment. Do give our Environment Matters Facebook page a like. Um, I'm going to be back at the same time next week when we're going to be hearing about a church that's making the move to plastic free. Until then, thank you for listening. Environment Matters, sponsored by Wuka Period Pants, the reusable menstrual underwear that completely replaces disposables. Find out more at wuka.co.uk and join the revolution. <laughs>